Does the Bible describe the me society? Is a me focus a hindrance in our walk with God? Join Eddie Armstrong and me, Charlie Hayes, in our in-depth discussion as we seek our answers from Scripture. Eddie, I have enjoyed our discussion. We've talked uh, about the uh, offensive people who are easily offended and how that can lead to bad moves on our part. And we're also mm-hmm. talking about people who have a lack of knowledge, especially spiritual knowledge, how that can lead you to doing it the wrong way. And actually, it's in, the, in Hosea, it said you could be rejected by God because of a lack of knowledge. A lack of knowledge, I believe, is more than just knowing the law of God. It's actually knowing him. Um, right. I think, Eddie, if, if we're going to be accused of anything on this podcast, I would love to be accused of this one thing. We're always telling people they need to have a relationship with God and that be a personal one. So when they wake up in the morning, God is, God is with them. They know what they talk to him when they're walking around every day, they're talking to him and they let God direct their paths. When they're put in the path of someone who needs help, the Holy spirit will tell them, go do this. And they'll respond to that. And they'll, and the Holy spirit will say, that's right. And you'll have that feeling that the Holy spirit has led you that way. I think every day, that's what we want to see. If the, when you hang around Jesus hang, and the Holy Spirit is talking with you, the fruits of the Spirit become embedded in you. Mm-hmm. Right? Now, yeah. just like that, only the exact opposite, if you let your whole existence be directed by the world, and by that, it's so easy to do today with uh, with the different means of communication we have coming in our ears and our eyes and Mm -hmm. social media, they can overwhelm us and we become reflective of what social media tells us instead of reflecting of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Boy, you you really remind me of the verse that says, by beholding, we become changed. And I've always read that, that wherever I spend my time looking at things and contemplating those, I'm changed by what I'm looking at and what I'm beholding. And I know there's a lot of people out there, and I know them. Their time is spent watching news, all the stuff that's going on in the news. Uh, the, the politics of the day uh, just absorb them. Or they watch uh, movies, uh, sci-fi movies. And, you know, you cannot watch things like that and not expect to be changed in some way. Now, what if we were to turn that around and to, and were to behold Jesus? You know, every morning, get up in the morning, read, read God's word, talk to Jesus. And the Bible tells us that as we behold him, we will change into his likeness. In fact, Paul said, it would no longer be me living, but Christ living in me. We need some correction. We need to realize that we can't be like the world and, and survive. So we live in a society where our eyes are directed towards ourself. It's uh, directed towards the evil things in this world when it should be directed towards our Savior, particularly Jesus. And to be quite honest, I, I see uh, all of these uh, encouragements and directives from uh, Jesus' prophecies directed to the body of Christ, because I think the world has already made up their mind what they're going to do. But within the church... One, mm-hmm. of, the, one of the people in my, um, in my Sabbath school class this morning 
Actually, right. she she makes the comment all the time. We have a we have a nice sign as we're leaving the church. It says you're now entering the mission field, and she says yeah. so what's wrong with that is the church is part of the mission field. So when you're there, yeah. you're ministering to uh, other Christians when you're there, and that's part of the joy of going to church is because it's not just for you; it's for others that you go there. And when you say when people say I don't feel like going to church, then they're really taking taking uh, away the one of the tools the Holy Spirit has to minister to other people. I've often heard it said that Jesus' most harsh words were reserved for those who claimed to be religious or to know him. Jesus has more interest, I think, uh, of course, not only in saving sinners from eternal death, but also making sure that the church understands what it means to be part of the body of Christ. That's something we shouldn't take lightly. Paul said, I beat my body into subjection, lest I become a castaway. We've been talking a lot about the conditions in our society, uh, very visible today, and never has there been a society that has as much information and the ability to see and observe sin and action worldwide than today. The world has shrunk to the size of a smartphone. Yeah, like wow. That. Yeah. The, the, the generation of the past has been so immersed in sight, sound, and taste. In other words, what generation in the past has been so immersed in sight, sound, and taste? Today's highly paid and uh, educated marketers and politicians use the science of understanding people's desires and triggers to effectively sell their products and manipulate ideologies uh, and worldviews of the masses. So if, if we think that we're being not being deceived, we probably need to think again. And that's why it's so important that we keep our eyes fixed on Jesus Christ. You know, Charlie, the other day I pulled up to a gas pump and I put in my debit card, not cash, but the debit card, and I began to pump gas. And I was startled by the sound of a a TV to get me to go into the store and to buy some, something. So everywhere we turn, we see sights, we hear sounds, uh, voices trying to manipulate us. And it's not a conspiracy theory. It's the fact of everyday modern life in a consumer society. And I think that's why it's so refreshing sometime to go a week without uh, any devices, you know, go to that cabin in the woods and be alone with God. You know, our, our, actually our, one of the pastors I listened to last week was actually saying, you know, we, we talk about fasting and before, you know, you talk about getting fasting from food. How about fasting from social media for a week? Yeah. yeah and I said, point. amen. It'd probably be a lot more peaceful, <laughs> a lot less yeah. anxious. Right. And I want to jump in here just for a minute to say, I, I, I worked for IBM for several years toward the end of my career. And one of the things we did was exactly that. We sold analytics tools. And what did we sell them to? Right. We sold them to marketing companies because they, and what mm. they were trying to find out is if you said X on their chat, mm. what was their, what was their best answer? What was their wide best answer? You know, what was their best thing to offer you to get you to continue to do business or, or upsell you to something else? And so if you don't think that everything you do is being analyzed to try to keep you either engaged in whatever media it is or to sell you on something, you're wrong. It's, it's certainly, that is exactly what's going on. So, you know, most of us get this idea when we Google something and the next thing you know, there's an advertisement on Facebook for it. 
Right. Yeah, that's a good example. All right. Well, Charlie, we, we probably ought to end here. Next time, I want to talk about the difference between our society today and my grandmother and grandfather's society. Oh, well, I don't think there's any difference. Well, why don't you tell me? Why, why? Yeah, right. Okay. Talk to you next time. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us. For more information, go to AnswersFromScriptureOnline.com. That's AnswersFromScriptureOnline.com. In addition, we offer a personal Bible study at our Discover Bible School page at BibleSchools.com slash 1514. That's BibleSchools.com slash 1514. Contact us directly at AFSEpisodes at gmail.com. That's AFSEpisodes at gmail.com. And as always, join us as we seek our answers from Scripture.